Hello, my name is Chase. And my name is Blakeston. Welcome to the Well Thought Out Podcast, where we do our best to have opinions that are well, well thought, thought out. out. The sun is 150 degrees. Let's get popping. It's hot as fuck in here. <laughs> that was it. We are live here in the sauna. And you don't have to squeeze in. We're both wide, so ship you'll go see it no matter where we sit. I knew that. We'll see how it actually goes, though, in reality. I'm going to disperse these sparklers amongst the... All righty, guys. I am here with Blakeston Bryant. Blakeston, who am I here with? This is uh, Chase Higgins is right here, and I'm Blakeston Bryant. And I'm Chase. Hey, it's us. This is uh, our official, first official test of our podcast, which remains to be named, which we think is well thought out, which is a working title. That's a good one. We like to call it a a working title. I think this picks up a lot of audio. I've tried. The clicky's not very big. I've tried. You tried that? Yeah, we could do it right there. We'll see how it goes. All right. Hey, let's go. All right. Figure stuff out. And it's all of these, every single scooch, every yeah. single movement. Yeah, be comfortable. We gotta figure it out. Yeah, every single thing is. Hopefully, we pay someone to figure this out for us. Yeah. Because I don't know how to do it. But I did. I was testing the audio. It sounds fine, but we don't need any sort of volume. Which I'll see if they have settings because we, I would rather be able to talk how we normally talk. And then, but yeah, we'll figure out. Yes. All right. And we are at, our... like we've been in here one minute. So, okay. All right. All right. This is our first official podcast. And I wanted to do, I wanted to come up with an idea of, of something to talk about, but then I was thinking, we don't know what we're here even doing or, or talking about. We're just kind of sending it and figuring it out as we go. And uh, we could just, I thought we could talk about who we are and kind of what led us to want to do this or our specific friendship or something of that nature, but we can kind of see what happens. That's a good <clears> idea. I like, like uh, switch there we go. a nice little, a nice little introduction for anybody who might be new here, but yeah. We'll figure it out. Yeah, that's figured out. All right, so hopefully the audio is not too bad. Well, my name is Chase. I am. I have previously known as the Village Idiot before I met Blakeston, and, uh, and then I realized just how intellectually low this I, I, a person could be. Yeah, I took that role from him, loud and proud, and here we are, uh, both the Village Idiots. But I'm definitely dumber. So he did most of this setup to figure this out, but I definitely was along for the ride. And that's not true. You guys were equally village idiots. Yeah. Just being nuisance and trying to then by being nuisance, we just try to have fun, everything we do and everywhere we go. So we've been friends for five, five-ish years now, probably five to six. I met Blaston at the gym and he told me he was driving from like driving from my house or excuse me to the gym, which is like, literally it was like, one minute from my house but he was driving 45 minutes to after he closed the gym and then driving back first thing in the morning to open and i was like yeah no or or to go to class or something yeah i was like that's stupid dude just i'll leave my i didn't even really know i was like i'll leave my house keep right here you just crash there anytime so you don't have to drive that far that's and that's actually kind of a crazy story i talked i didn't never tell you about that well i've talked to people about that story and it was i knew chase for maybe a couple weeks it was legitimately didn't know each other, had never actually hung out other than I would work at the gym. He would see me at the gym. We would chit chat. And then um, 
I've told people this recently, how that's when I didn't realize at the time, but that's when I realized, or that's when I started to understand how, who you were as a person was you opened your house to me at not even knowing who I was. Obviously you had a judge of my character based off of us talking, but you let me just stay at your house um, out of convenience after knowing me for two weeks. Yeah. So that was pretty cool. And then I pretty much just never left. Never left. I, I got the key, started staying there, started staying there all the time, not just when it was convenient and then, which it was always convenient, but then started, I would sleep on your bed and you would sleep on the couch because he didn't have a spare room. And then his roommate moved out and I just took the room and then there we were. That was convenient. Yeah. You did have an apartment with your old buddy, Tim, for a while. I forgot about that. Oh yeah. Did I have an apartment with Tim? Oh yeah. Then, so I did move out or I did not just stay there. I stayed there for a little bit, moved in with my buddy and then realized it was way more convenient to live with you. Yeah. And then we did that for a while. And then we became best friends. We fell in love. Yeah. Good old fashioned. Good old fly- fashion falling in love. Yeah. So we're BFF. So the whole point of this podcast, I think, and I don't know, I've, I've done enough things in my life. Go ahead. Yeah, I go ahead. All right. Crack Cracking it. open a cold one. Crack it open a goddamn cold one. I've done enough things in my life to to realize that we can have a plan all day. And then once you get down into the weeds, once you get into the thick of it and start doing, things often change. And it's going to be a lot easier to go with the flow and find how different endeavors find the natural course, the natural path that they want to fall into. And uh, what we, what this podcast ends up becoming, what these recordings, what these conversations, what they are to me more than anything, end up becoming, um, will will find its place. We can have plans. Like, I mean, aside from let's sit in the sauna and talk about shit, let's figure out, you know, where the conversations go. I'm fine with letting them take its course. So I have a plan in mind for what I want it to be, but I'm completely okay. And not only okay, completely okay with knowing that that's, that it may not go my way, but that it's not going to go my way. You know yeah. what I mean? You know, you know who we end up talking to, the conversations we end up having, end up having, and you know the path that us doing this little adventure really goes is up to. I think that's yeah, I agree. I think that that's one of the things I was most excited about about doing this was um, doing it with you is something where if you have an idea, I'm down to I'm pretty much always down to send it, or if I have an idea, we you know we figure it out and do it, and it's. Uh, you know, we're not just, I want it this way. And then we're trying and then one of us are frustrated. We just kind of figure it out and do what feels right and, and go with the flow. That's right. Yeah. It's a little bounce. I was just talking to somebody about this the other day, pretty much every single thing or collectively our life is a tightrope walk of going with the flow, but getting what you want and making sure you get what you want. It is, it's a balance of, I mean, it all comes back to doing what you can to have certain outcomes or, you know, get what you want in this life, but you have to be okay with shit not going your way. You have to be okay with shit that's out of your control, not going your way at least. That's my big, yep. That's my biggest problem for sure. As an individual, if we're getting into deep stuff on the first one, we might as well. My, I know that for a fact, my biggest issue is not just going with the flow. Cause I do like doing that. I do that often. We go on vacation. We just do whatever randomly occurs to us. But um, being okay with being in situations that I don't want to be in, which is we literally were just talking before this podcast about going and eating with some people that I 
would rather not spend time with because I don't necessarily enjoy being around them. But that doesn't mean that I can't still provide positive energy in those moments and be okay with being in those moments. And, you know, being around people that I might not vibe with, I can still be around those people and find a way to enjoy those moments instead of just avoiding any people that I might not get along with, because that's not a good way. You always have to interact with people that you don't um, necessarily vibe with. Yeah. And that's, and that's, biggest, where that's my biggest struggle. And that's where we're challenged too. That's where you are challenged. And if you're in a healthy emotional space or mental space, maybe this is just opinion, but if you're in a healthy mental space, and it makes you, it has, gives you a little perspective on, okay, what can I do to be a better person and be more empathetic or understanding or kind or whatever. If you're never tested because you're only spend time with people you completely get along with. Yeah. And it's like, well, yeah, you're not growing or learning or doing anything new. My, the hardest, there is a line though. Yeah. There's definitely a line of, you know, someone is incredibly negative and you don't like being around them because yeah, of, of who they are. It, it, all it does is make you feel anxious and unhappy. You know, there's a, there's a line at some point and that's my biggest thing that I'm trying to work on is drawing a line just because I, I might not vibe with someone or, you know, finding where the, the right place to draw that line is. And I find that sometimes I can be judgmental of people that, um, you know, I, I don't fully get along with and not because I'm better than them, but just because it's easy for me to judge someone I don't get along with. That's, I think that's like a common thing. Um, that's something I'm trying to work on. So yeah, that's how she blows. So like I was like, I kind of got distracted, but I think the, the point of this podcast for me right now, like I said, may change is for Blakeston and I, cause there's nobody I'd rather do it with to have intentionally go out of our way to seek uncomfortable situations or excuse me, uncomfortable conversations. We're physically uncomfortable. We're sitting here in the sauna, and it's right now 148. I am already sweating in this hoodie, but I want to keep it appropriate. Have a little bit of a different vibe, a little bit of a different vibe from our normal, you know, content that we produce, which is, you know, uh, risque or shirtless or, you know what I mean? Whatever we're doing on TikTok, uh, Instagram. And so to have a completely different vibe and completely, you know, expand our horizon. So I'm going to sit here and deal with this. So we are physically uncomfortable and then we are intentionally seeking going out of our way to have uncomfortable conversations about things that people may or may not necessarily always talk about. I know as a 29 year old man and have many friendships that there's a lot of shit we don't talk about just because we don't set aside time to say, Hey, like if you, if you go out of, if you have a therapist, you know what I mean? You'll go out of your way to sit down and, and talk about feelings straight up. But other than that, you don't really do it. You don't, I mean, sometimes you may have like, on long drives, which we have the luxury of having been on a lot of long drives for work and vacation. Um, that's where it happens because you're there, you're in the physical space where there's not a lot of distractions. It's you in the road and you'll have music, you'll, have a, you'll listen to a podcast, for example, but that only takes up so much time. Some of those hours are going to be dedicated to a real connection and having a meaningful conversation. But a lot of people don't do that. They'll fly somewhere for the sake of ease. And so a lot of the downtime where you where those conversations would come up don't really exist for us anymore because we're moving 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 well not and and just just to add in there not only that but talking to a therapist is about touchy things is easy because there's someone that is completely unbiased you don't have to interact with them at all um talking with someone that you're close with obviously that can be easy in some ways because it's someone that you're close with and trust but it can be very difficult in other ways because 
if you interact with them every day, there's things that you might be scared to bring up or talk about and yeah. things that have repercussions. If you have an opinion, they might be judgmental of that, or they might feel a certain type of way, even if they don't mean to, um, you know, I've caught myself doing that. Someone will bring up something. I know it's happened with Chase hundreds of times to bring up something that, you know, is, makes me uncomfortable because it could be very well true, you know, about how I've acted or, or, you know, certain things. And then I get defensive or frustrated instead of being able to just identify and, and, and figure out what's going on. So sometimes those conversations can be even harder than, you know, yeah, than with a therapist and the yeah. self-awareness is there because think about it. If we, so for example, like as a man, if we had a conversation and one of us had that initial emotional reaction, and then we didn't have another conversation for uncomfortability sake for three years, you're never challenged in that way. Yeah. You're never forced to face, okay, I feel this way, but let's think about this for a second and, and slow things down inside of our heart for a second to really assess, you know, why am I feeling this way? And then we talk through it. And if you never have those conversations, you never get to um, have, have even the opportunity for that growth to take place. And dude, that is like, that's huge, man. That, I think that's very important for us as men. And I think about it and not like in an egotistical way, but I think about like the success that, that we've had as, you know, businessmen, um, the success that we've had, you know, on social media, we're good looking, we're in good health, we're in good shape. I think about, yeah, I think like, and, and honestly, truly in our hearts want to be friendly and love on people and stuff like that. I think that we have a little bit of authority, like, especially I know for, if, I, if there was a, me in high school would definitely look up to me now, but I look at this motherfucker, he's, mm -hmm. you know, he's yeah. making some money and he's got a business that he's running like all this. So I feel like if we can use that sort of authority to whoever would connect with that, and which I feel like would mostly be young men, but I, I could be wrong. Whoever would look to us to redefine what it means for people like us to act, redefine, you know, okay, yeah, they have all these successes across the board, you know, but they are wanting to be better men because that's yeah. literally my goal with this whole thing. That's my goal with my life. That's my goal with how I spend my time with my daughter. That's my goal when I'm at the gym. I literally just want to be a better man. And when I am dot when I'm dead and I'm on my deathbed and I'm, you know, looking back on how did I spend my time, how did I live my life? I want to know that I did what I can to be a better man. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you make a lot of money. That doesn't mean you run a successful business. That doesn't mean you worked out a lot and were in good shape. It means all of those things. Yeah, accumulation. And it means that the people who know you most have nothing but the best things to say about you. Mm -hmm. you know, obviously, if people don't know you, they can have a pain, whatever. That doesn't matter. It's literally what do the people who know you most intimately think about who you are as a man? Think about that when they reflect back on their interactions with you, what does that lead them in their spirit? What does that lead them when you're not with them and you cross their mind? How do they feel about the interactions you've had with them? And dude, it all comes down to how we treat people. hundred percent of, of pretty much all of this comes down to how we treat people. And I'm realizing the value in like all those little interactions, like just last night. So last night you guys were driving home from rugby and our team captain, his name is Matt working. This dude was a, um, he played up, he played rugby for a long time. I was a massive man. This dude is, um six 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 seven, six, seven. Yeah. he's fu he's fucking huge yeah. he weighs he's a little bit overweight now but this bitch he's a he probably weighs what do you think i don't know like two no you said two and i can already think you're wrong no if javarius weighs 290 not working has to weigh 
300. I don't know. 300 just sounds ridiculous. He does sound like he's he's very large. He's a big dude, anyways. He's he's pro rugby. He played professional rugby for the, in the MLR for a few different few years. And I was driving home from rugby. And obviously, it's a team of rugby players. You can kind of just assume the vibe, the bravado, the overwhelming masculinity and the competition. And it's we're playing like an incredibly rough contact sport. So you can imagine the vibe of having, you know, anywhere from 50 to 100 guys out on the pitch during training. And then you take the field and you're playing games and stuff like that. But I was reflecting back to all my interactions with Matt. And I'm like, dude, I am so freaking incredibly thankful for the way this dude has treated me and not once over the past like eight years that I've played with him have I ever said anything mm-hmm. and I was like what why do we not talk about this shit this dude is a leader he's nice as can be but obviously he's like to the point and and he says what he needs to say as a as a leader on the field to get some shit across and he's not like soft gushy man but he fucking is friendly he's always hyped me up he's at you know just reflecting back on my relationship with him um which is 99% centered around rugby. I mean, I've been out with the team a couple of times, but 99% during rugby and just reflecting on my relationship with him and how much joy it's brought me. And I'm like, dude, that's crazy that as men, we don't talk about that shit. Mm. And, I, and probably a lot of times, I can only assume because it happened to me that it, other people think this. I wasn't even thinking about it. No. I wasn't even aware of it to even thank him. It's not like, oh, Matt's really fucking nice. Yeah. Nothing but positive vibes from him, blah, 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 for years on end. And then I'm uh, but I'm not going to say that to him. No, it was literally, it's not, even, I didn't yeah. even cross my mind to be aware of my relationship. With it's him. just a, you just know that to be true. It's, yeah. yeah. And I, that, that's why sometimes I like to, which I've done this with you and Steven the most probably. Um, but with people in my life, there's times, usually when I'm driving a long road trip, it's when like, I'm thinking about stuff. And there's time, there's times when I, um, well, spend time to text 10 or 15 people in my life and it's not like a set number or anything but just people that are on my mind or people that i'll take time to think about people that i care for and that have had impact on my life to let them know um because one sometimes uh, you know hearing that stuff is just a, a good thing to hear i know when people tell me the positive impacts i've had on their life it's like a eye-opening thing for me and makes me feel appreciative of, of who i am and how i treat people but, and then two, just so they know um, how I feel about them. And uh, I, I like doing that. It's like ooey gooey and, and gushy and, you know, not frowned upon per se, but like not thought of as like a manly thing to do. But I, I, I couldn't care less about that. Um, I, I do like to go out in a way to share that, that kind of stuff with people. There's some power in like you're talking about driving. There's some power. It's damn near meditative yeah. to, especially if you're by yourself, but there's, when you're driving and it's just you and you have nothing but time to think and reflect and sit there with your feelings. And if the music is turned down, you are pretty much forced to be content, uh, contemplative. It sounds like a word that exists. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, contemplative. Um, you're forced to think about stuff and feel the way you feel. Yeah, sure. But, uh, I think that, I think that it would do, it could do a lot of good for people like us, whatever that means to anybody listening, people like us to have these conversations, yeah. to be incredibly aware. The more time that goes by, the more I reflect on things, the more I realize this entire existence that we have is an emotional existence. This entire, I mean, logic, reason, rationale, those are all 
good things and they all have their place when sorting through this life and figuring things out. But humans as humans do it, every single thing we do is emotional. Almost, yeah. almost everything we do. We like, I've seen it firsthand in myself, felt it firsthand in myself and seen it firsthand in the people who I know the certain details of a situation and see how they do things. And it's obvious pretty much 100% of the time, people will not go against what they feel, even if they know something, yeah. even if they logically, rationally can explain something, know something, they will not go against what they feel. And it's like, well, yeah, that fucking, that is, these are smart, aware, capable adults making these choices. It's not like they don't know. Mm-hmm. And, and it's like, that's, it's pretty, once you understand the basis of, oh, this is humans, this is where we're operating from. Yeah. And you realize the importance of emotionality in every single situation. You realize, yeah, I mean, it's pretty eye opening for a lot of different things. And not only that, I think one of the things that helps me is trying to remember that mo- pretty much everyone, and I, I could be wrong, but I think pretty much everyone that I interact with is trying to do the right thing in almost yep. every scenario. Um, there are times when, like, you know, scum, some scumbag that works for me is purposely clocking in and clocking out at, at, at wrong times to try and get some more money, like doing you know shady things or stuff like that but the vast majority of the time and that helps me whenever there's someone i don't necessarily get along with or or don't really want to spend time with when i think okay why like why is this person um you know doing this like for example whenever we were out of town and one of the guys one of the keys to the bus to go shower and things like that it wasn't because he doesn't like being around the team whenever all the team was hanging out at the bar he is probably in a routine of, you know, playing for clubs where you shower right after a game and wanting to go do his his routine or whatnot, or doesn't want to drink because he he prides himself on on, you know, focusing on on the sport we're playing, um, and it comes across to me as he's being a nuisance because he's potentially making people wait on him and not hanging out with the team, when that's obviously not his his intent is pretty much probably not to be just be rude or be you know not hang out with the guys it's it's just to uh do what he feels is right for himself at that moment and uh sometimes that helps me to understand the situation instead of just instantly think why would you not do what i think you should do which is you know not always going to happen so but i do want to lighten the mood i want to tell you guys a little bit about how um we all got we got this all set up and and how this happened so initially chase and i have been talking so this all started years ago we'd go to the sauna at the ymca and we would get very uncomfortable it would we're be, here it would be yeah we're, we're here right it. now we're we're, fucking, we're fucking doing it we'd be at the sauna and it would be like 180 190 degrees it'd be very hot it's 147 in here now and we would um talk to people because it's so uncomfortable we would just go off the wall just talking about crazy things there'd be some characters in there talking about politics the whole nine of anything you shouldn't talk about they would be going on about why they're right and everyone else is wrong to try to make time go by quickly we're literally bothering people hey take them headphones hey what's up girl how you doing literally so if you sit there and everybody's just in there quietly which if you don't start the conversation pretty much no one else will but as soon as you do start the conversation they're in it and they're about it and if you sit there quietly 20 minutes takes four hours to go by but if you're chatting 20 minutes goes by like that. So we're, we'll come out drenched because we're bothering people anyways. So uh, it's that's how it all started. We were talking about doing a sauna podcast. And um, one, because we 
obviously we like to talk if you follow us on any social media or anything we are the class climbing idiots no we don't like to talk it's not that we like to talk it's that we don't like to shut up that's what it is it's a necessity i need people to listen and i need this validation yeah. please help me my email space i love yeah, us on instagram please click the bell yep um but so it just started with that which was probably at least a year ago it, it's been a while since yeah. we initially brought it up and it just got pushed pushed under the rug because we're busy we're doing all sorts of different uh, you know adventures mainly together um, uh, social media and, and rugby and running a business, all that. Um, and then next thing you know, we have, uh, we're even having people in the sauna like, yeah, start a podcast. Yeah. That's telling us. That's where it was. We're like, okay, wait a yeah. second. Cause we're out here bothering people, have discussions, making them, uh, they're answering questions. We're just being the life of the party, being nuisance really more than anything, but people vibe with it. And we're about 99% of the time people were friendly and happy that we were talking and, they would tell us, they'd be like, man, you guys weren't here the other day. Where were you? It was, it was like a damn cemetery in here, you know? So, um, then it went from that to, um, a year or two later, we, uh, live in the same house again, or not the same house, but we live together again. And, <clears throat> yep. And we have to pause for the creeks of this. We put this together, but it's the cheapest one we can buy. All right. Um, and then we're in this house and we're talking about one, getting a sauna. So we end up getting a sauna just because it's convenient and we don't want to have to go to the gym to do it. We, we want to be able to use it whenever. And then we're like, screw it. Let's get, uh, you know, get all this equipment and send it and just figure it out as we go. So we did. And then here we are. Here we are. Um, which was uh, after we got the sauna and to get the equipment, maybe a two week process, not very long. You know, we yeah. figured it out. Now this morning, a little tidbit that Chase doesn't know is I was having a grand time getting ready. And then my cat Dexter, he does this cool thing where if the litter box is a little bit too full for him, if he sees poop on top of the litter box, he won't poop in it. So he went to my bathroom and he shit on my bathroom mat. I didn't see it. Oh, so no, on, here I am. Not only stepped in it, but squished between all of my toes. <laughs> between my toes, if you will. Between. So I didn't get mad. Didn't get enraged as you might think I would. I let's instead, just say Dexter no longer is alive anymore or live here. Yeah, let's just say I, I told you I fed you chicken, but um, if I then I didn't even get mad. I just picked got up the even. rest of the poo. <laughs> didn't even do that. Picked up the rest of the poo, threw it in the toilet, got in the shower immediately, took all my clothes off, and then just did a full shower. I washed my foot, and then I was like, I just showered. I just did a full shower. So I took two showers this morning. Usually it's two showers a week, so that's pretty good. Pretty good numbers for me. Yeah, that's disgusting. And yeah, I'm sorry you dealt with that. It was a whole thing. I showered literally an hour before this because, and now here I am going to shower again. That's going to be three showers in one day. I'm just going to get into these cold tubs. So yeah, we do have cold tubs out here. We do have cold tubs waiting for us whenever we get done. We'll see how that goes down. I'm thinking we might have to do a little, get a like a little camera out there set up i don't know we're gonna figure this out you guys i think we're gonna fine-tune these technical details we're gonna fine-tune the programmatic details of formatting the episodes um having talking points things like that this is more of a test run for the make sure the equipment works make sure that the lighting is okay make sure i can edit the video make sure we can use it um, we've got a vertical over here and a horizontal over here for for the different for instagram and tiktok over here and then obviously for youtube and things over here um and in then the just, full audio it's been less than 30 minutes and i'm already i'm already struggling so yeah it's been 26 minutes but we're doing it we're freaking doing it <laughs> i think eventually you guys my goal would be to have people in here with us 
if we could fit a third, which I think we can, I think I'll just squeeze we tight. Can. We'll and we don't to... have to do it that long. We do it for 15, 20 minutes and yeah. we, I can squeeze in the corner and you can have here while the girl, uh, some with the cameras, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to do a little cutback guy. Yeah. Where there's two angles, but for the same thing, we're just cutting back and forth. But I don't know. We'll figure it out. Yeah. I think there are, um, it'll be easy to do to edit the movies and just the more that we get into it, the more, um, I learned through the process of editing videos, editing. I don't know too much about editing audio, um, but I'm sure I can look stuff up and, and figure out how to, how to do it. Luckily, we gave Desi, who was my business partner for Let's Get Moving, the moving company that we own. Oh, yeah. um, you can't see. Well, for those of you who are just listening, I'm showing you I'm wearing a Let's Get Moving shirt, and so is Blakeston. Um, Desi's my business partner, and he. we talked to him last night on the way to rugby. There he goes. Excuse me. Well done. We talked to nice him push. on the way to rugby last night, and I can't think of a better person to have on board for uh, the technical aspect and his creativity aspect of um, you know, uh, helping us literally set up the lights, cameras, microphones, things like that, but then also getting the uh, possibly coming up with our audio trademarks or our intros, outros, um, helping us format the different episodes and different discussions and conversations. Um, and then publishing the, the, once we have the videos done and things like that. So Desi's a nothing but a damn asset. And I think he, he'll bring everything to the table that place and that I can't. That'll be awesome. Yeah. I, and he's fun to work with. Yeah. I was actually nervous today for this. I was a little bit nervous just because this means we're putting out content that is legitimate, how we feel and think, um, I'm used to, which I'm, I'm proud of. And, um, you know, I, I'm work very hard on who I am as a person and, and trying to analyze and take stuff in and, and think appropriately. But all of my content is on social media um, is having fun and being an idiot is, is I post what I think is funny and I just have fun and I say stupid things and I act like a goof. So to put a different disregard the spit that just came out of me um, to put forth a different foot of uh, you know, an actual intellectual, you know, thought process and, and all that is, is a new kind of thing for me. Yeah. Which yeah. I love having deep talks, but this is a whole, you know, a whole thing and a new endeavor, which is always going to be a nervous thing, but I'm excited. Yeah. I think it's a very good thing. I think that, um, to be it. So, uh, for, for anybody listening, if ever we express, this is for me, but I'm going to speak for listen too. Yep. Um, if ever we express an opinion you disagree with, come back to this moment and please remember this moment because I'm going to tell you guys, first and foremost, I have a couple different philosophies for my patterns of thought, not any individual opinions on things, but for my patterns of thought, it's, it's in a very real sense to who I am as a man, my opinions are not me, if that makes sense. If some, if like I, I want my opinions to change. I want the way I think about things to be challenged. And, and it's like, okay, I think this, but dead serious, I could learn something today and change, change this that I think literally right now on the spot. I have no emotional attachment to what my opinions are. And I don't know what, what the real way to describe this, because the way we think about this world and, and the, the ideas that we form about different topics around us is our life. That is who we are as people. Yeah. So it's kind of hard for me to really explain, but when I think about it, I am not my, I am not my opinions. You know, I am more so this idea that my opinions are changing, growing and evolving. And if I 
am faced with something like think about so for example think about like like pre-enlightenment think pre-renaissance like yeah. people there was no scientific method I, I, and i don't know i could be wrong about my facts whatever there's no scientific method everything there all the information came from the church or right. you know clergymen or whatever they're saying whatever they want and you can't quite if you if you question you know what's happening you're just going to be killed or yeah. ostracized or whatever it may be there is no question whether it just so, stunts any kind of growth yeah, yeah so so to 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 assess things or to a, a, a look at every single thing that we're faced with you know whether it's political discussions whether it's you know emotional discussions whether it's relationship things so be able to look at things question every single thing about it question why am i doing each and individual thing that i'm doing objectively and if you can't if you can't look at things and have answers for why you're doing what you're doing or have you know good reasoning for why you're doing be able to change that be able to look at yourself and honestly reflect on the opinions that you have and the things that you choose to do and be able to reflect and be able to learn and be able to grow yeah and if and we should always be doing that man which i i think it's easier said than done yeah um, it's easy to want to grow in a situation where you that's what you desire but in a lot of aspects of life we are have preconceived notions of things or we just believe things because of whatever we've been told or taught or, or have you know been convinced of and there are it's easy for us to say that now but there's things that we might not even realize that would leave a certain way that's what i was thinking you know and it's <clears throat> so it's easy like or like for religion for example i'm not religious whatsoever and no matter how and I don't necessarily want to be this way, but I feel so strongly about how I feel just because of all of the research I've done and people I've talked to and things that I've encountered experiences. And no matter how realistic something that someone brings to the table of proof of something, I think I would be pretty dismissive of it, even just because of how unrealistic the rest of it seems to me. So it is easier said than done. You know, I'm open to the fact that there are possibilities out there that I don't understand or don't necessarily agree with, but, um, you know, it's, it's easy to say I'm open-minded whenever it's something that I'm not passionate about Yeah, because then I ain't nothing to lose, you know? So honestly, like even with, with things like that for myself, with things like big questions, like controversial topics, like politics or religion, I pretty much literally admit that I have an opinion, but I don't, it's, I literally don't know. I don't know enough information. I hear people talking about things. I mean, there's probably with a political landscape, for example, or, in a, or like understanding like the president's role in economics versus culture's role on economics and the state. Or it's like people, there's probably a few people in the world who have a holistic understanding of, you know, for, for example, the United States economy to be able to say, here's what's going on because this, this, and this, you can look back 30 years and see this, 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 and well, there's that. Still, and it's, there's still probably a bias or something. Yeah, it's, there still would be a bias, but it's like, dude, I couldn't even begin to wrap my mind around the sort of information that I would have to have and know that I absolutely do not know to even be able to have an opinion on a topic. Yeah. And I feel like so many things in my life that I talk about lately, it's just like, yeah, I have no opinion. I mean, this might be what it is, but it's, I have been shown too many times that it's like okay here's your opinion which makes sense right here scratch a little bit deeper and you'll see why that's completely not true yep. so it's like okay that's happened to me so many times it's like yeah i am so aware right now that i don't know anything yep. i literally don't know anything religion politics economics you know current pressing social cultural issues it's like yeah it's they're so fucking big 
that I'm okay admitting that I literally don't know. Anything could be true at any point in time. And that doesn't even help if you're doing anything, but I feel like that's probably more helpful than having a, having staking your ground that you're willing to die on. Right. You know, when there's somebody else who is equally convinced of the opposing ideology, who's also willing to die. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, You're not really going to convince anyone of anything these days. Right. Not these days, just in general. Yeah. Just people just have their opinions and, I like to be able to talk about, you know, differing opinions, but, um, a lot of the time, I shouldn't say a lot of the time, but people that have strong opinions don't necessarily want to hear, even if there's a valid point they on don't. the opposing side. Um, but for the most part, I never want to be that way. Talking to people like that reminds me, oh yeah, don't be that way. And that's the biggest thing for me that helped me understand that was, um, how people present something. Um, obviously your audience, whoever they are, are going to receive information different from person to person and, um, to be able to present something in a way where someone's understanding of it. I used to be pretty strong, like left-wing ideology and, and thought like Republicans are, you know, idiots or, or don't know what they're talking about or whatnot, <laughs> but then come to find out there's idiots across the board, yeah, and literally it, everywhere. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> and we're two of them. Yeah, Hold on. That's us. And talking to my brother-in-law is what helped me the most with that. He explained his thoughts on why he's Republican in certain thought process. And I, it made me understand, oh, the general theme of any kind of political belief is to do the right thing. They, what they feel is right. Yep. It's the problem. How to get there. Well, not only that, but the problem, it, uh, the biggest problem that I've seen is, is the, you only really ever hear the extremes yeah. uh, with their points of view is because they're the loudest. Yeah. They're the ones that are all over saying, you know, um, if if you're homosexual you know you're this or if you're if you think abortions are okay you're this and, and just kind of going off the wall saying crazy things and rude things and then that's what gives you a negative connotation of the opposing side yeah. instead of really understanding their viewpoints and getting a, a holistic view of what they might have to offer dude i am interested i am very interested in having discussions regarding and in, like incredibly controversial topics because i and genuinely feel like I don't have enough information to be able to make it a, an informed opinion on stuff. And I feel like I, I don't know, like I've always said from the beginning, through the natural progression of talking through things, the natural progression of that discourse, it's if, if you are honest and you're open minded and you're presenting and you only and you are able to at least for the most part, keep emotion out of it and you're presenting things that make sense and both people who are discussing, you know, have an open mind and heart. There's only one way that can conversation can go and it may be windy and it may not stay perfectly on course, but the destination is true. Yeah. You're talking about, and obviously if you have even three people or four people who are all open-minded, open-hearted more than more importantly, yeah. and have good information to bring to the discussion, there's no way that the path of that conversation is closer and closer to the truth. Will it ever get there? Who knows? That yeah. might take an entire lifetime for one topic. But you're only, I feel like there's no way you're going to be going the wrong way. There's no way you're going to be getting farther from the truth if you are actively seeking it and working through with somebody specifically and most importantly, if they have a differing opinion. So for me, I have no opinion, but I think about things like, I mean, a huge thing that I hear here talk about or that people talk about now is like the gender pronouns and things like that Yeah. and how it's like so cut and dry to both sides, but it's like, there's an argument there and it's hard for me to see the argument. But there is something there, or so many people wouldn't be so opposed to 
this issue revolving around pronouns. And I would like to talk to somebody who knows some shit, understands, even if it's literally etymology, the way language has worked throughout cultures, you know, historically, um, like a whole the gender studies people, which I'm sure they have at UMKC or whatever that looks like. I literally no clue who even the professional would be for that. But having a conversation, like just ask them, what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. Why is this an issue? What are the 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 people who are so verbally and vocally opposed to um, changing the status quo? Which for, for first and foremost, the the idea that things need to stay the same absolutely drives me crazy. Yeah, nothing has ever stayed the same. The fact that you're like, well, it's this way, and they just are this change. Like, it's like no, it's things are going are, to change. Yeah. It's just what people. Yeah, yeah. So that's that Changes just goes that just goes out the window. But is the change for a good reason or for a bad reason? And then getting down into it, like gender, and even if, even something as controversial as abortion, I have nothing but an open heart and want to do what is right. Yeah. But talking to somebody, talking to, you know, maybe a, a, a labor and delivery doctor, or you know, a biologist, or an embryologist, if that's even a real thing, talking yeah. to just somebody who knows the shit, knows the facts talking to somebody who understands our culture revolving around that issue and, you know, maybe talking to somebody religious who understands, you know, from their point of view and like just having anybody on to hear their opinion. So through that natural discourse, we can have a conversation about what's what get things fucking sorted, get things sorted out. At least for us. Yeah. At least for us. Yeah. I know my, just to bring back to what my kind of goal or thought process is for this podcast. We have a mango in here. Jordy kill this right here. That's a look. Is to um, hold on. Nice. Is to um, kind of push myself out of my comfort zone and talk with people that you know might disagree with me or whatnot. Which you know is time out. This is really hot. If you yeah. Put right there. The sun is pretty hot today. It's getting hot. Yeah, it's getting hot. This is our first test run, but we're doing it. Yeah, we're really doing it. Sorry to cut you off. No, you're all right. Um, is to just talk to people and kind of. I don't know. For me, this the the podcast is one is almost one hundred percent selfish. It is um, hang out with Chase, do bring people on, sit in the sauna, which is beneficial, and talk about things, which is beneficial for me. So, um, you know, I'm excited to put this content out there and see who thinks it's interesting and whatnot. But um, to just navigate doing something new and you know, incorporating it into our lives and seeing what it brings. I have this idea, and I constantly have this. Anytime I think about it, which I would love to be more aware of it, but um, anytime I think about it, there's very vivid imagery that comes to my mind. And if you think most of the time, it's literally this boat traveling through the water, but in a more real sense, it's like, think about like a, like a, maybe a bullet traveling through the air. And if you could see the ripple effects coming off of it in three dimensions, you know what I mean? Or the boat is in two dimensions because it's on that plane of water. Yeah. You're leaving a wake behind you. No matter what, it is impossible to do anything without leaving a wake behind you, without yeah. leaving ramifications, consequences, um, repercussions for your actions, for your words, for your thoughts. Mm-hmm. Literally, you can't do anything without leaving this wake behind you. And when I reflect back on, I feel like when I'm older and I reflect back on my life, I want to know that the wake I've left behind me was positive, was loving, was caring, was insightful and meaningful and good just in the very base sense of the word good for this world. And I think about the the energy that we're putting into this, this podcast or this little adventure that we're on right now. I want it to be that I want 
anybody who out there is going to listen um, to help us think critically about things, help us want to figure out why the fuck we're in this world right now, what we're doing here on earth. How do we live a better life? How do we live a happier life? How do we live a more meaningful life? How do we make that wake that we leave behind us as we travel through this world as positive as possible yeah. for as many people as possible? And if that, I feel like that is my, my true intention and, and I can't see this podcast. If anybody listens to it, if anybody listens to this at all, it is going to have an effect. Yeah. So what that effect is, is completely up to us. And I want it to be good and thought provoking and lead the people who listen to it just as it's leading us, my goal for this, to be better people. Yeah. It's hot in here. It's hard to focus, but we're going to push through. We got 17 more minutes. I'm feeling good. Yeah, I'm not. It's, I actually feel kind of cold. It's chilly. If anything, I would turn up the heat because I'm uncomfortably cold right can now. I, or a sweatshirt? Uh, can I borrow your pants? <laughs> It's it's very hot in here because you guys have any idea of being in a sauna. You know, we've been in here for 45 minutes, quick maps. Quick maps. No, but um, yeah, we just to go back to how we got this set up. We bought this sauna like three weeks ago, maybe a month ago, and we've been using it a little bit. We did some adjustments to it. Um, we added some. Added some. Weather stripping around the door to yeah. seal it a little bit better. Which I'm pissed about right now because I'm very overheated. <laughs> I mean, it was holding 150 before. Yep. Maybe this is throwing off the temperature, but it says only 148, 149. But I'm cool with that. I think this is very good. And, and I'm right at the point now where um, this will be a testament to push through that uncomfortability and see what happens. See what happens. I'm down to my last little bubbly. You know. Some things that, so those are just a couple topics, some things that I want to address in the future. I mean, obviously we've talked about the gender pronouns. We, I've talked about um, something as complicated as abortion, you know, things like that. I'm hundred percent down to talk about all those difficult things. And they say it's rude um, or unpolite, impolite to bring up uh, politics or religion at the dinner table. And I have literally over the years realized how bullshit that is. You're at the dinner table with the people in your life who you are, who know you, and who you know most intimately in this world. You're at the dinner table with your friends and family, and if you can't talk about the difficult conversation, if you can't talk about the hard topics with the people you're closest to, what is that? So that idea, this idea that you can't talk about uh, the general politics at the dinner table, it is nothing but perpetuating this sort of exactly what we're against here, which is us having hard conversations to become better men. That whole philosophy of don't do it because people get uncomfortable and it's rude. It's like, well, fuck that. It, well, I think it just, they say that to stop it because it's not rude to do it, but people are rude when they talk about it. Yeah. And anytime people disagree on such a, well, you got to think like religion is who people are, yes. Yeah. which I have a luxury of not feeling that way, but it is, they're indoctrinated into, and that might be a negative connotation, but they're, taught from a young age of people they look up to, whether it's preachers, whether it's their parents, yeah. their whole family, that it's a whole event to go to church with your family and, you know, celebrate certain things. And pray before you eat. And pray every day. and Pray before you go to prayer. Yeah. So um, for people to try and come to a realization, whether I'm right, Chase is right, or other people write about their opinions, but just think about that these people they look up to for the past 20, 30, 40 years of their lives could be wrong. And that they might have been wrong thinking that way. It's much easier to just keep going. Yeah. And it has, in their opinion, no negative effect to keep going. 
they might not think that deep about it, but they might not even realize it is yeah. easier for me to get going. Yeah. But that is but, kind of what's happening. You know, then again, I could be wrong and I might be overthinking it. I don't know. I think that to that point, for me at least, that did you feel how much just dripped off the chest? It was a lot. Um, to that point, for me and for who I want to spend my time with in this world, that sorts itself out. If I can't calmly and nicely and sincerely, for real, from the fucking base of my heart of who I am, from an open perspective and an honest questioning, like, let's see what this actually is perspective, address hard things with you. Yeah. Because, I mean, I to, not to toot my own horn, but I don't get worked up about it. I think, here's what I think, da, da, da. What do you think? If that If your reaction is getting all worked up and we can't get past that to talk about the actual substance, of the topic to actually to talk about the actual content mm -hmm. and we're talking about all these little things before we can even get down to the nitty-gritty before we can get into the weeds because you're too emotionally charged that for me sorts itself out yeah. and not in a mean way but like for example my mom no discussions like that with her yeah. the moment something is introduced she is way too emotionally charged to be able to have a rational conversation about it and i and i know for a fact we had a conversation i think i told you about this we had a conversation a couple years ago about colin kaepernick when he was taking a knee yeah and i it got to the point where i said mom don't you feel this man has a moral obligation on his heart to do what is good to do what he thinks is right and he is and not only that but use the stage that he has to yeah that's what i'm saying to yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. sorry use his platform that he has he has eyes on him mm -hmm. and like i said he is creating this massive wake behind him, way more than you or I. Yeah. He has people looking at him. He's one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL. And he's a young man. And yep. he's a fucking, I don't know if he's a black dude, but he's a person. He's a man of color. So he's like, he's a role model for a lot of people. He's creating this massive wake behind him. I didn't say all this because I didn't verbalize it this, but how I did verbalize it to her is, don't you think he has a moral obligation to do what is good, especially knowing he's an NFL quarterback and people are looking at him, whether they're looking up to him or looking at him to do what is right. Which and she did. said no. Yeah. And it's like, and I said, there's no way you understood. I literally in my mind said, there's no way she understood that and said no. I said, well, let me rephrase, blah. And I said it again. And she said, no, he's a football player. He should, he should just be playing football. Which is which said, crazy to me. I said, yeah. I, yeah. That's crazy to me because that. I that, told my mom at that point in time, there is, we are never going to see eye to eye. Yeah. At, at, at least on this topic, there is literally no way we are going to have a common middle ground. Because with that thought process, there would be no nothing exclusive, no change ever. Yeah. Because you know, if you are, um, he's just a politician. He should just be making laws. But yeah, it's like okay, that, yeah. he's just a movie star. He should just be acting in movies. It's like what? It's he's like, just wait, a business yeah. owner. He should be running his business. It's like yeah. what are you talking? He's a man. Yeah. He's a woman. He's a person. Yeah. And that's exactly what. Um, whether you agree with, you know, someone like Colin Kaepernick doing what he did, um, <laughs> I guarantee I could find thirty examples of somebody who was expressing the opinion that she views. Yeah. And she'd be like, yeah, good for him. Well, like, like, no, wait a second. Yeah, like women's suffrage or some, some of that nature. If you look up someone that was, you know, working as an accountant or working as whatever someone might be, and then also advocating for something they believe in that benefited her. She would, yeah. You know, so and it's like, and it's so sad because that's just is. a lack of even attempting to try and think about it. It's just, she doesn't like him doing that, whether it's because of race, whether it's because of the specific thing or how he's doing it. She doesn't like it. If he was advocating for something the exact same way or something she agreed with, she would most likely agree with yeah. him and, and support it. So well, that's just, that literally just is the old saying. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. And I mean, my mom, rest to, bless her heart, is 70 years old or 71 years old. And it's like, I don't even think she's ever going to be at a place. She's not there now. It's you know yeah. very unlikely that she's ever going to be at a place emotionally where she's open to having hard discussions. 
which is sad because I love my mom, but it's, I don't go there with her. I will, I do my thing. And when I'm with her, my relationship is only this deep because it's like, mom, I can't, we can't have a tough conversation. And to be honest with her yeah. specifically, it's not me. Yeah. I'd be calm. And not only that, dude, I'd be, I, I try to be hyper aware of how I have been in the past and be overly accommodating, overly soft-spoken. I let, like, if I'm having a conversation specifically with my sisters or mom, I let them interrupt me every single time. The moment they start, I just be quiet. Yep. And I'd be sure to not interrupt them even once. Yep. And then it's just, I do anything and everything I can to pass through all the bullshit to get down to the content yep. of the discussion. And it almost never reaches there. We never start talking about the actual substance or the ideology because we cannot get past any of the emotionally charged bullshit. Yeah. Yep. I, yeah, I have the same issue with that with, with most of my family and not that I think the correct way, they think the wrong way, but my dad, for example, I, he believes in a lot of similar things I believe in. He's just stronger willed and opinionated. And he, for example, isn't a fan of the, the right wing, you know, Trump supporters and will say derogatory things about them because they, but the, the extremists will say derogatory things about the things he believes. So then I'm like, well, that you're not, you are doing what, what those people are what doing. You don't like you mad. Doing. Yeah. That make you mad. You are employing the opposite. But the same, you know, the it's same equal thing but are harder. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I've learned to, I what I do with people that I actually do disagree with that like are, are hard headed and just stuck to their guns and kind of being rude or whatever it is. I just agree with them with them tenfold. I agree with them, <laughs> I agree with them stronger than they agree with themselves, and then they'll stop. Um, you know, kind of going on the way. We're gonna we, have to close this up. I'm not gonna lie. I'm I'm struggling. I can't. If you want to go, you can go. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna do the other eight minutes. Well, we Here, turn this off. Guy. Turn this off. Do a little Afro guy. I. Yeah, I've got. I could literally go all day. Not in the heat. I'm. I'm getting very hot. But I could go all day with thoughts and opinions. So thank you guys for listening. This has been our first one. I don't even know if we will post this. We'll have to see what happens. If um, you delete this, like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. And let us know your <laughs> thoughts. But yeah, um, I think that I think that this com the conversations we're able to have here. We'll bring some value to somebody's life, even if it's one person's life. Well, it's already two people's life. It will bring value to Brian Blason's life in a very selfish way. And hopefully it'll create some positive ripple effects in this universe that we live in that us oftentimes, you know, a lot of times can be looked at in a very bleak way and looked like it, everything is sad or gray and doom. And I don't think that's what it is. I don't think that's what's going on here. And I think that there are certain things in this world um that make it seem like this world is a bad place but i promise you this world is not a bad place there are good conversations happening there are people changing growing learning there's an abundance of love to be had there's an abundance of opportunity there's a we live in a world of abundance and i think that um i think that as men we can start talking about that yeah let us know i don't know um if or when this will be posted but if it is obviously let us know your opinions and your there's there's going to be things we're going to be working on we're going to listen to this and see what we think um uh but we will continue to do this we'll fight through the the low growing hands and yeah. obstacles and, and figure it out um you know we'll be creating some social media on figuring out how to help this thing grow but obviously any love and support you guys want to show once you do see this and, and thoughts and opinions we'll, we'll definitely take that in and figure this out together so yeah and definitely share this with anybody who you think would would be brought some value and of course we're going to have more specific conversations and later 
about um, anything. Players it, like literally that. random things. I just like talking about stuff. Yeah. If you want to give us feedback, technical feedback about the audio video, if you want to give us feedback about the content, about the topics, about ideas, don't hesitate to let us know or reach out. Love you all to death. Listen, once again, you guys, this has been strictly an opinion. This is an op-ed. Yeah. You understand? And we're well fucking thought out. And we don't know anything more than you do, but what we do know is that we can share our goddamn opinions. We're grown-ass men, and we're doing what we can to express our opinions. F yeah. None of this is a prescription. All of this is anecdotal. All of this is what has worked for us and us trying to sort through this mess that we call life. And when I said F yeah just now, that's short for fuck yeah. Love you. Bye. See ya.